This episode of the Best of Fives and all the work we do at NeoZaz.com is made possible by the generosity of our Patreon supporters. To find out more and to learn how you can help support all the work we do, please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash NeoZaz. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Best of Fives, another beer edition of the Best of Fives. I'm Dave. I'm joined by uh, the King of Neozaz, Matt. God, that, okay. I've been called many titles on many shows, and that that's a little too far. I'm gonna have to stop you there. What do you prefer, the Czar? Yeah, of course. Oh, obviously. Okay. The, You're fi- the, king. the Fidel Castro. Oh shit! Wait, no, that's uh, no good. Too soon. Ah, it was. Yeah, not sure. A lot of people are upset. I said that. <laughs> You're the Kim Jong Un of Neozaz. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Maybe King's better after all. <laughs> I don't know the the, the uh, crowns losing all of Europe. Oh, wait, no, yeah. that's not how that shit works. Never mind. I'm You're tired. The, de- the despot of this network, okay? Whether okay. you like it or not. And Christy is the what? The princess? You're the prince. And yeah, she's, she's the a Sleeping Beauty right now on the couch. Is she? Oh yeah, she's passed out. Too Hockey much games on. Flyers winning five to two, and she's passed out. Yeah. Too much cider. <laughs> yeah. When's she gonna do a cider? Episode That's what of, I've been telling her. I've been telling her. Fives. Actually, she's she is not insisting, but hinting very heavily that one of my next brew projects has to be another attempt at a cider because I did make one attempt and it didn't go well. But not all my beers went well, so I'll take what I learned and try again. All right. Well, she needs to get on a, a best of five cider uh, edition here. She's actually we got two best of fives in the can. We're going to be putting up, which is surprising. Both her idea. For someone who really? couldn't care less about what we're doing on news, as she has had two ready to go. Well, that's good to hear. Well, we are, we've done this before with uh, beer, and it seems like we end up talking a lot about beer on Neo's As, and that's just fine with me. <laughs> well, Neo's As does make me want to drink more, and that is true. <laughs> <laughs> so the last one we did was California beers, right, with Quint? Was it? That was the last one? Yeah. You're probably right. Maybe. No, summer so, summer beers. Summer beers, right. So this is going to be, I was looking at some other states, but I know this one's for Matt because uh, Matt has a penchant for one specific brewery. Yes. And that, that brewery is Sam Adams. Yeah. And when you said that, I said, oh, this is going to be easy. And this may have been the hardest one yet. Oh, yeah? Yeah. In fact, my multiple, what, what have I got here? One, two, three, four. Ten. I have exactly double the honorable mentions that I have for a five list because I just could not fail to mention some of these. Oh, wait. One's a repeat. Nine. Okay. I have nine honorable mentions. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing them and looking forward to hearing what are, are the same on our list. If you don't know how this show works, we uh, it's a list show. It's not rocket science. <laughs> we count it's up not. the five... No, we count up the five best things in any category, and tonight that category is the best five Sam Adams beers. How did you uh, become such a fan? Like, was that uh, something that, as a as an early beer drinker, you got into right away? Did you work your way into it? How did that work out for you? Yeah, um, I guess I did work my way into it. It's it's like I started off with with. Um Oh, what was the thing I used to drink most? I think Molson. I think that was like just one, that was like the one I was introduced to. It's like I was twenty one, went to the bar. There was like Bud 
Budweiser, Bud Light, Coors, whatever. The only thing that was different that even sounded like it could be really good was Molson. So I was like, okay, I'll have a Molson like that. Didn't take long to realize that's really not that great of beer. It's just a Canadian version of all the other ones I mentioned. Although maybe it's a little better than those. So I started dabbling in darker, uh, more flavorful beers, I guess you'd say, without getting, you know, too, without searching out the stuff that we kind of drink today. And when I finally had a true Sam Adams, like a Sam Adams, log, a Boston lager, that was just different enough and tasty enough that that was kind of what I got hooked on. And ever since then, as weird as it sounds, that Boston lager is just my go-to beer. It's like if I can't decide of anything else that's at the bar and they have Boston lager, I'll just go with the Boston lager because I know it's going to, I'm going to enjoy it. And because I like that one so much, I just wanted to see what else they made. And I, right off the bat, for the first few years, like literally of trying different San Adams, Adams, there wasn't really a miss. Now, as I went later and went deeper and they've put out more stuff, there's been some definite misses. But for the longest time, after having tried a Sam Adams, really liking it, getting essentially hooked on it, and then not having a miss for years, it's kind of been not only my go-to beer, but my go-to brewery, because for the most part, they haven't really done anything wrong, in my opinion. Right. I hear you. That's why they're so popular. I yeah. Mean, it's not only a crowd pleaser, but it's also well-made. So you get the people who are, you know, like to scrutinize things, like I think we kind of do. Sure, yeah. Um, Especially if we're going to put together a, a list and really think about what's better than the others. We're really yeah. scrutinizing it. Yeah, definitely. Now, I, uh, I've i been lucky enough to have been to Sam Adams, um, and like we were just doing another beer show, and I said, like, I – I seek out breweries and uh, I like to go to a different city as often as I can see a baseball game and hit as many of the breweries in that city as possible. Now that you say that, um, not that anyone else listening is going to care about this, but I need to tell you, I stumbled, literally stumbled upon the Florida Brewing Company brewery and tap room this week, the place that makes all those custom beers for Universal Studios. Oh yeah, yeah. How how did you do that? I went to um, pick up. I was in the Space Coast Half Marathon race this weekend, and the day before the race, I had to go pick up my number and my 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 bib number and my all the other the swag stuff. The number was the important part, and the timing chip. And um, since it's over, it's Space Coast, as you can guess, it's near Kennedy Space Center. Since Kennedy Space Center was was nearby there was a running shirt i wanted to get last time i was there that i didn't so i was like well i'm already in the area i'm gonna go swing by and get it and have it for the race so once i picked up my bib i plugged in kennedy space center in my phone and drove and it took me away obviously i'd never gone before and lo and behold like within the first mile of going away, going towards kennedy space center bam there was florida brewing company in the tap room so it's like 15 minutes from kennedy space center so it's That's like great. almost a perfect day for me now so you'll be going back Oh hell yeah, absolutely. Yep. That's really cool. Yeah, I do. That's that's what I do. Like uh it doesn't matter where I am, where I'm going, that's one of the things that I'll do. My son is uh in the marching band in our hometown and they just performed and competed in a national competition and uh they performed at MetLife Stadium where the Jets and the Giants play 
in uh, East Rutherford. And the first thing to boy, breweries near MetLife Stadium, you know, like, so it's like, that's, that's what I do. And they're going to say, and, and while he was performing, I went and sought out some breweries because, man, can I not listen to marching band music? Yeah. Well, the, the, the breweries first and then the marching band music. <laughs> so, as, as it should be. It, it all worked out. Um, but, uh, you know, you go to Boston, there's places you can go. There's Harpoon and, you know, like stuff like that. But. You want to go to Sam Adams, right? Because that's they're the Boston Beer Company. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they call them. That's what their official name is. And uh, if you do go, you won't be disappointed. It's definitely worth your while. My son and my wife and I went, and they have several tours throughout the day. They are free, and they throw beer at you like <laughs> no other place I think I've ever been. Uh, we went on the first tour. It was a 10 a.m. tour, and they take you through the facility. It's it's very much like any other tour. Although I just told Matt uh, when the Sam Adams commercials were on in heavy rotation, the the one brewer, his name is Andrew. He was there that day, and everybody was like, "Look, there's Andrew from the commercials." <laughs> the guy was just like, he just wanted to be left alone, you know, oh, really? <laughs> because they were brewing. And it's like, <laughs> it's like just leave the poor guy alone, right? But, yeah. Uh, the tour was fine. It was a good tour. But then they take you in the tasting room, and they're giving you pictures for your table. Oh, my God. Um, there weren't that many people on the 10 a.m. tour, and the table we were sitting at <laughs> I was just why. us. Yeah, they were, it was 10 a.m. The table we were sitting at, all the pictures ended up on our table. Oh I mean, we couldn't, have, we couldn't have possibly drunk right. all this beer. That's how much beer there was. Uh, but it was it was excellent. Uh, even from there, they'll take you on a uh, on a bus, like a shuttle bus, to uh, a bar nearby where you can get a beer in the bar that served the very first Sam Adams. Um, it's, it's just a cool place. If you go, don't try to drive there. Take the take the the train because that's how you get everywhere in Boston anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a short walk from the train station. Like it's it's uphill, you know. You you can walk there in five minutes, and it's an, and it's in a good neighborhood too, so definitely worth doing if you're there. Um, I looked through my Untapped to see how many things I had had from Sam Adams. Oh boy, it's uh, thirty seven. Wow, <laughs> because the, that's the great thing about Untapped. It's like your your beer life is there for you to to look back over and yeah 37 of them and that's by no means nearly all of them there's so many i haven't had um do you have any idea how many you have you know what i'm not as prolific on untapped as you i can tell you but i know it's not going to be an accurate yeah, don't worry about it then i put everything on untapped i'm on untapped every day so. the the biggest thing and this will come up this will come up in our in our list, but I can tell you now, it's not a spoiler. The biggest thing, the 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 most um, like one time taste of a certain Sam Adams has taken place at the Atlanta airport for me. There uh. there was I don't know if it's still there. I've actually not been to the Atlanta airport in like six years. But when I used to have to work out in Vegas, every flight our company exclusively used Delta, so every flight to Vegas went from Orlando to. To, to or I mean uh, Orlando Atlanta Atlanta to Vegas, and I'd always have a layover there, and I'd always stop at the Sam Adams Bar, and inevitably there's at least one tap that was something that I hadn't had the last time I visited there. So a lot of mine, 
had come from visiting the Sam Adams bar in the Atlanta airport. And I didn't note this is well before on tap. So I didn't even really have a way to record it. I could have wrote it down, but I didn't think I'd be discussing it on a podcast 10 years later. So, right. So that's where most of my Sam Adams tasting has taken place. Cool. All right. You ready for the lists? Yes, I am. Okay. I'll go first. Matt for last. Okay. This is his favorite brewery, or one of his favorite, sure, I should yeah. say. Um, my number five is something that I actually just had on Thanksgiving. And it's in their winter sampler pack. To me, it's brand new. And this didn't have it, so of course I'm going to have it. And was really kind of blown away by it that it got onto my top five. Maybe because it's brand new. Maybe that had something to do with it, the novelty. But it is Hop Flake White IPA. <laughs> so I love white IPAs yep. anyway, and I had I was surprised. Like the the finish on most Sam Adams beers is better than the finish that you're going to get on a lot of beers. Like even after it's gone, it's it's still there, and and it's and it's pleasing. And this was like that. The the finish on this Hop Flake. Which may be a retread of something that they made a long time ago that I'm not aware of, but I had never seen it before. And I was at someone's house for Thanksgiving, and they got the mix pack, and I was like, yeah, you know, there's always Boston Lager in it. And I had that, had that, ooh, what's this? Holy shit, this is good. <laughs> so Hot Flake White IPA is my number five with a bullet because I just had it, like I said, a couple of days ago for that- the first time. That is not on my top five, but it is one of my nine honorable mentions. Really? And I also had it on Thanksgiving Day, and also from the same pack you're speaking of. <laughs> That's funny. Yep. So, so we both had it for the first time a yep. couple of days ago. Okay. I had asked my wife to. This is this goes back to this is almost a uh, a companion to our best of five thanks Thanksgiving Day episode one because apart from watching certain things on Thanksgiving, there's other certain things I do. Uh, I cook, I always fry a turkey, and I always have Sam Adams White Christmas, even though it's not a very good beer. So I asked her to pick me up a White Christmas, and I said, oh, if they have a holiday pack, just get that. She didn't hear the or, so she got me both, the holiday pack and, or the winter pack and the six of White Christmas. So I had plenty of beer nice. from Sam Adams for Thanksgiving, and I, was, and I saw that too. I went, oh, let me try this. And I bet... I. I, I <laughs> I dare say if I had a few more, I could probably get it in a six or even a 12 at total wine. It may make my top five, but it hasn't yet, but I could right. see where it would, would go to my top five. Yeah. I was impressed. Yep. Okay. My top five, it's a seasonal. It's not out right now and it's not always out in the spring or at least not always in the stores I go to. It's a Kolsch. It's the only Kolsch I know for a fact they make without going through the entire run of what they've made. They may have made another Kolsch. But this is the only one I can think of off the top of my head, and it's Escape Route. That's my number three. Oh wow! Okay, nice, nice. Yeah, this, this one, yeah, it's a it's a good spring ale because it's not too hoppy, if hoppy at all. I, I'm not going to say it's real balanced because it's probably more balanced on the malt side, but it's got a good color, it's got a good flavor, a little bit of a citrus on the orange side. I don't like it when a when you add hops and you get like that grapefruit flavor, that's a taste I don't like. This doesn't have it. It just skates on that orange taste. I really enjoy Escape Route when I can find it. And I think the fact that I can't find it all the time is what kind of leads it on the list. I find it just enough to remember what it tastes like, but it's also not there all year and not there every spring that sometimes I miss it and 
and I'm really looking for it. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, the, the and and the way you described it is good. It does have that citrus taste, but it's not crazy, and it, it's it's pretty subtle and refreshing. Um, yes, and I think it, that was in a mix pack because I haven't really seen it by itself. But I'm a sucker for a good Kolsch, mm-hmm. and that one's really well crafted, refreshing as hell. So yeah, that's my number three. Nice. So so far we're uh, <laughs> we're pretty we're pretty similar. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, then that'll be my number four is uh, is also a seasonal thing. And this is an old standby something. We talked about this. Um, did we do a Christmas beer? We have not. I thought we did one. I thought we did one. Okay. No, well, I'll have um, to do one now. Yeah, that that's a... That's a list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so many. Um, this is something I have to have every Christmas. And it's partly because of the taste, but partly because I, I said on just this other show, I'm a sucker for the theme of a beer sometimes uh-huh. and the artwork of a beer. And I'm a huge fan of A Christmas Carol. And <laughs> I know, I know what you're going to say. The beer is old Fezziwig yep. ale, and I—it's uh, one of those things. I got to have one every Christmas, and I will be having one within the next month, I'm sure. Um, and I'm not—I'm not. It's not always my style, but it's one of those things. When it gets cold, I'll drink by the weather, like a lot of people do, and that's the perfect time of year to have an old Fezziwig. So old, that's my number four. Old Fezziwig is on my honorable mentions as my favorite Christmas beer. There you go. Because I really feel that their their white Christmas, even though it's undoubtedly a Christmas beer, is just a fair beer with a bunch of spices thrown in. Yeah, it's a little too spicy. Yeah, exactly. But I have or, to have it. At Thanksgiving. I had to have it before I dropped the turkey in the fryer. It's not Thanksgiving. Okay, that's it's a little too too piney for it, me. It, yeah, yeah. And I always find having a second, like I have to have a second one to like actually get into the beer on that right. one. So. But anyway, but no, Old Fezziwig for the Christmas sale. That's my favorite. And unfortunately, I have never, ever found like Old Fezziwig as a um, like a six-packer. Maybe Total Wine will sell it as a single now, but it's always been in a pack. And I'd always end up with like at least one boner in that pack when they do that that holiday pack. And yeah, it's usually it was- like, 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 a, one, like a chocolate stout of some sort. They do that chocolate bock. That's it. That's it. Yep. Um, the holiday porter is always in there, which I don't mind. But yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, I've never seen it by itself. It's always in the pack. Yep. Yeah, that's my number four. All right. My number four. This would be higher if it wasn't so prevalent now. At the time I had it, it was not. And we're going back to the Atlanta airport story. The only time I could ever get this was the Atlanta airport. Never saw it in the bottle. Ever. The, uh, until maybe the past three, four years now. Now it's usually in a variety pack. Like your off-season, non-season. Usually just your general Sam Adams variety pack. And it is their Irish red. Nice. And again, this would be like number two probably if it wasn't, if I couldn't find it as often now because I could only ever get it at the bar. And I love, uh, I don't know, we've done at least two of these beer shows together. If I haven't said it before, red ales are my weakness. That's actually what I put on untapped is like, it, uh, uh, you you almost get three bottle caps on untapped 
just if I pour it and it's a red color. I just love red ales. <laughs> and, and this is was no exception and is no exception. I don't drink it as much now because I guess the fact of it not being <laughs> having to go out of my way to another freaking state to get it, it's kind of like, eh, okay, and now I know I can have it if I, I can go get it if I really want it. But still, just the fact that the very first time I had it, I loved it. And the fact that it was something I could look forward to, I'm if I'm flying to Atlanta, I'm flying for a business trip, I'm miserable, but at least I know I'm going to get a Sam Adams Irish Red. And just maybe in the, even the, maybe this is mostly memory and a little bit of the taste of it. That is why I got it on my number four. Very nice. I don't think I've had that actually. Okay. It's, if you like a red, it's, well, I mean, it's definitely a solid red and it's in uh, the Sam Adams quality if, that you would probably expect from it. Yeah. That reminds me, one of the things that they tell you on the tour is that uh, I was there and uh, there was another guy on the tour wearing a Philly shirt. Okay. And we're from the Philadelphia area and, you know, you get to talk. Uh, that, I often wear sports shirts and you'll get some buddies uh, from Philadelphia and then you get to talk to the guy. So I kind of was talking to this guy on the tour and they get to the point of the tour where they're saying they don't really make a lot of the Sam Adams at the Sam Adams in Boston. Right. Yeah. I've heard that. The only, yeah. The only things that they make there and can serve you are like the big bottle things that they're making in barrels or it has to be start and finish made there for them to give it to you there. That's huh. what they said. Um and they're talking about how most of the the Sam Adams that the, this part of the country is getting is made in uh, Lehighton, Pennsylvania. <laughs> and the guy and I look at each other and said, what, what did he just say? Right. Lehighton, that's like near Allentown. That's like 20 minutes from uh, maybe half an hour from my house. So lo and behold – a huge brewery, which used to brew Strohs, I think, and had gone out of business, was bought by Sam Adams, and they do almost all of their contract brewing for this part of the country right outside of Allentown, Pennsylvania. That's crazy. And one of the things that they said that they do, because Sam Adams was made from the beginning by Jim Cook with Boston Tap Water, is that they... I guess at one point we're trucking up Boston tap water oh to Allentown. So it was the same, but then they, rather than do that, they figured out how to chemically make the water that they're using oh, okay. in Allentown, the same pH level and all that kind of stuff as Boston tap water. So that's so the, so that it'll taste the same, which is pretty amazing from a chemistry. It point is. Of view. Yeah. Um, but I can only imagine like gallons of, of, you know, like tanker trucks of water from Boston being driven to Allentown so they can make the beer. But I don't think they do that anymore. But Man, how long that, did it take to fill the truck from your tap? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I was floored. And now you drive by it. Yeah, you can you can tell. And there's a that the, you can see a sign that says like, you know, their offices are there and stuff. You can't tour it. You can't do anything there. Really? I don't think there's just offices. Huh. But it's that's too bad you can't tour it. Yeah, it was it was this guy and I just looked at each other like, what did he just say? <laughs> yeah, right. So, all right, yeah, my number three I already told you. It's, oh, right. Uh, 
escape routes. I'm going to skip right to my number two. All right. And this has to be at least on your honorable mention because you and I have both had a fit <laughs> over this. And my number two is their Oktoberfest. Okay, right. Because I remember having it. I think the first time I had it was down there with you. Oh, really? Yeah, you had had it or something like that. And like you got it super early because that's the way things are yeah, now. Like, you got it like in March. Yeah, Sam, <laughs> March. Sam Adams, I think, is partly responsible for this, for pushing the next season before the season's over. Um, the traditional Oktoberfest in Germany is really during September. Mm-hmm. So that uh, that's not what I'm talking about now. You'll get the Christmas stuff out pretty early in the fall. You'll get the spring stuff out still deep into the winter. I mean, they're pushing this next season. So I think maybe that's why I had it at your house. And everybody does a traditional German Marsen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like some of them. And some of them I really don't like. They come out too malty. Yeah. Um, too tangy, and, and it just like by the end of it, I'm just done with it. This is never like that, right? They they do such a good job with it that I've I've I, you're never like disappointed by this. This is a thing that I will always eat or drink when I'm eating dinner. You know, like this goes with everything in the in the fall. So this is a this is a big one for me. Like uh, it, not just with them, but in general. Is their Oktoberfest? Yeah. Well, that's a good segue into my number three, which is their Oktoberfest. <laughs> it's your number three. Yep, <laughs> yep. It's it's it is the Marzen. It is it's what I am. I tried one of my first all. Well, in my first five all grain brews, I don't know where it fell. I tried to do a Marzen, and I was trying to not duplicate that taste toast. That exact taste profile, but something in that that realm. So it's yeah, it's like the gold standard. Um, there's honestly, I hate to say it, it was my it was the Marzen, my Oktoberfest forever up until last year, until one came out that I think is a little better. I hate to admit it, but I do think it's better, and it's going to sound ridiculous when I say the name because it's called Dufftoberfest, which is <laughs> based after Duff. It is at Universal Studios at Springfield, but it's made by a, a real brewer. It's made by Florida Brewing Company. That is the only Marzen I've had that I've liked better than Oktoberfest, but I can buy a six-pack of Oktoberfest literally for the price of one plus tip Dufftoberfest. So Oktoberfest, Oktoberfest is still on the top as the amount of Oktoberfest I drink during that time of year because yeah if i were to drink is even just a six packs worth of dufftoberfest it'd be ridiculously expensive so yep octoberfest is my number three i'm right there with you <laughs> i knew that was gonna be because yeah. <laughs> you and i have talked about that like like you even sent me pictures yeah <laughs> like when you you buy your first six pack of it look what i found Happy you know like April. <laughs> merry christmas <laughs> yeah, right. for next year yeah. Yeah, I knew that was going to be on your list. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think anyone that has heard us ever talk about beer knew that was going to be on my list. All right. So I only have left my number one, which I'll do, and then I'll turn it over to you for your last two. Um, My number one was uh, something that until recently, and I have seen it now in big bottles, not in uh, 12-ounce bottles, um, that you could only get in Boston proper. 
and I had it in Boston before you could get it elsewhere. And that's they were touting it as that. This is like, you know, you were there and it was like, this is the only place you're going to get this. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, you got me. Just take it easy. All right. Um, <laughs> just take it easy. Just take Here. it easy. Here's okay? a couple bucks. God. <laughs> so uh, being in Boston, one of the touristy things that a lot of people do is they walk through Boston Commons. And if you're walking through Boston Commons, you might as well continue a little bit farther and go to Cheers. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, um, and and don't expect to see what you saw, obviously, <laughs> <That's true. laughs> in the TV show, except for what's outside. Um, but I, we went to Cheers. We had a meal. My son got Boston baked beans. We did the whole tourist thing. Um but they had that on the list there. I bought a mug, you know, cheers on it, got the the beer, and the beer was Boston Brick Red. Oh, wow. Okay. So you being a fan of red. I know that one. You would love this. And I've seen it in, in large bottles. But for a while, they were saying you can only get this there. I, ha- I have seen it around here now. But um, I, I don't know if it – I mean, I really enjoyed it, and I do like reds a lot. As you, in fact, today with dinner, I bought the Terrapin's 14th anniversary ale is a red. Okay. So I had that, I had that tonight with dinner. Um, I drink a lot of reds too. This one was obviously well done, but I think it was the combination of having it at Cheers – you know, my son with the Boston baked beans, having walked through the city, having being told this is the only place you're going to get this, that whole combination and drinking that for the first time, maybe it's the memory of it, uh, more so even than the beer. That's my number one. Nice. Uh, and it's just called Boston Brick Red. I've never had that. I've got to be able to look for that. Well, hey, look you would that. <laughs> you would love it. So now I turn it over to you. Okay. Well, my number two, continuing with our theme, is also a red. And this is red, and it's heavy, and it is the Stony Brook Red. I don't think I've had that either. That's one of their barrel collections. It's in that kind of funky genie-looking bo- No, no, that's their uh, the genie-looking bottle is their super expensive one, but this is more like a... Uh, it doesn't look like a bottle, bo- like a typical bottle. I don't know how else to describe it. I know, I know what you're okay, talking about. Okay, yep. Um, and it's, it is heavy, but it is good. I do have to want to drink this beer. This isn't a beer that's going to be in my fridge and I'll say, oh, it's in the fridge. I guess I'll have it. I have to have to want this beer. But when I want it and I have it, it's always satisfying. It is, it's probably one of the most complex Sam Adams that I drink. It starts off a little tart. There's some fruitiness to it. Kind of almost a cherry on my palate, at least. Then you get the caramel malts. That's what you kind of taste as you're drinking and then it kind of just smooths out it's a definite smooth beer as you swallow it and there's like this 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 real subtle hint of vanilla on the finish it's like i said super complex for uh, for a beer but it's one of the more complex sam adams ones not that they're not complex this is just even more so and it's what's really the ironic part about this is they list it as an American wild ale, meaning it's, I guess it's not really classified as anything, but most people classify it as a Belgian. And I hate Belgians, except this one, if it is indeed a Belgian. I guess it has the characteristics of a Belgian on maybe of how, what its malt uh, or what its grain bill is. I'm not entirely sure what its grain bill is, but if it is a Belgian, 
Um, even though they don't call it one, but if it is considered a Belgian, it's the only Belgian that I go out of my way to find. And that is, again, that is the Stony Brook Red. Nice. Do and you that, have any other reds on your list? No. Nope. That the last one? That's the last one. I thought, you, as soon as you start talking about red, I thought you were going to do, do, have you ever had this Tasman Red? It's also in big bottles. Tasman Red. Let me look it up. It's T-A-S-M-A-N. Really good. Is that a Sam Adams? Yeah, it's it's I really starting to dawn on me they're making a lot of reds, which is cool. Yeah, it's pretty bad to actually get a look at. Oh, um, I have not had this. I have seen it though. Yeah, it's got like an old looking dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like Da Vinci on the label or something. When Sam Adams strays from their normal labels, I tend to overlook them when I'm shopping at like Total Wine. Yeah, I they're more like they're more like artsy. Yes. Yep. Like the, uh, I didn't realize the Rebel IPA line was theirs for the longest time. Oh, because of that weird yeah. graphic. Yeah. 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 Well, my number one, it's super easy. It's probably going to be an eye roller to some people listening, but it's the one that started it all, and it's the one that I've had most, and it's the one I will continue to have when I can't decide, and it's Boston Lager. Boston Lager <laughs> is my go-to beer. I love that beer. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that beer at any with anything with a meal, just hanging out, talking, sitting outside brewing when I'm out of home brew. I mean, Boston Lager. There's no way I couldn't make that number one with the amount that I've, the history I have with it, the amount I've actually have drank of it over time, not all at once, <laughs> over time, and just the fact that it's like I say, if I can't decide what I'm going to have, and this is on the bar, almost inevitably, I will get that. So that's my number one. Nice. It's in your veins. Yeah, pretty much. So that's your... I am 3% Boston Lager. <laughs> You're going to start talking like that. Yeah. <laughs> Jaka and the cop. Yeah. Get that man a doctor. You're going to... Um, is that like your... Um, when you say go-to, like if you're at a restaurant and it's there and you can't decide on anything else, that's what you get. Like that's your yep. thing? Absolutely, yep. Okay. So that, and that's just across the board. That's that, that's what you're getting anywhere. Yeah. I mean, unless they have something that is, I can't imagine. I, I'm trying to think of a situation where they'd have, why, why I wouldn't get it. Um, I mean, I'm, I don't know how to describe it. I, I will get it more times than not. Sometimes they might have something I'm, I'm not expecting them to have. And I'm like, Oh, I'll either want to try it or I haven't had it in a while. That kind of situation, but normally it'd just be a, if they have it, that's what I'm getting. Cool. All right. I'm going to go through my five and then we can get to some honorable mentions just to uh, recap. My number five was the Hop Flake White IPA. My number four, Old Fezzy Wig Ale. Number three, Escape Root. Number two, Oktoberfest. And number one, Boston Brick Red. All right. My five are number five, Escape Route. Number four, Irish Red. Number three, Oktoberfest. Number two, Stony Brook Red. And number one, Boston Lager. Very nice. All right, I'll do my... Uh, I'm interested in your honorable mentions. Okay. Let me, I, only, I only have a couple here. Because, um, like I said, there's so many. There's 37, and I've, 37 different ones I've had. I like the... like. I, I really enjoy anytime anybody does an IPL, and they have that double agent. Mm-hmm. Oh, IPL yes, they do. Them. Yes, yep. My five and a half, the one that almost made it on, because I'm a sucker for this too. If I go anywhere and, and I see they have nitro taps, I get <laughs> I get interested. And 
a lot of places like the place that I work, they'll put their stouts on nitro, which which I get. But if anybody ever has an IPA on nitro, I get it. It doesn't matter what it is. I love that flat, creamy head. That sounded really gross. Um, <laughs> that you get on an IPA when it comes out nitro. And they have these big pounder cans of what they just call nitro IPA. Um, it's like when you open a Guinness and you open it and you can hear the little nozzle. Yeah. Yep. And, and you pour it and it's right there, man. I, and so I'm a sucker for that. And they, uh, they started doing that not that long ago. So that, uh, that, that was just off the list, the nitro IPA. Uh, what are your other ones? Okay. Um, first up is Boston ale, which is not too far from Boston lager. It's just a bit. That's actually quite richer. Same flavor profile, but like I said, a little richer. So it's not a very, uh, I could sit and talk for hours with like you or Quinn or somebody just shooting the shit. You're not going anywhere. You're not driving anywhere. Just sit and drink and talk. I could be, I have a Boston lager in my hand the whole time. I could have a Boston ale. Then I'd have to move on to something else because I couldn't have too many of those. It's just too rich, but it's still the same in the same flavor family. Um, next up, like you were just saying, it's a nitro, but it's a nitro white ale. Okay. That yeah. one I really like. Um, great. Porch rocker. I mm. generally don't like a kind of a grapefruit taste in it, but with, with whatever else is going on in this beer, it works. It's another one of those conditional beers. I wouldn't be able to have it. I don't think I've enjoyed it. I shouldn't say I can't have it. I wouldn't enjoy it in the winter. It's a hot day beer for me. Yeah, it's a cookout. If you feel you don't feel like having a lemonade and you want something else, um, yeah, yeah, right, definitely. Yep. yep. Cold snap is uh, kind of like that, but on the I'd say more of the fall side. It's not the winter side. Mm-hmm. Cold snap's another good one. I said old Fezziwig earlier. Winter lager, winter lager. That actually took me a while to get used to. That was, I think, one of the first ones I tried outside of Boston lager, and like. I didn't like it at first, but it grew on me, and now it's actually become uh, one that I enjoy every winter, and I buy it in the spring because it releases all that shit early. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were talking about the Rebel IPA earlier. Uh, my favorite one of that line. I, I enjoy all of them, but my favorite one is a Rebel A uh, Rebel IPA Cascade. Okay, um, there's one that's called Raw too. I, I, haven't, know. I don't know if I had that one. I, the The regular one, just the IPA Rebel. Which is the red label. I don't know if it has a sub name after that. That one is all over the parks at Universal during yeah. Halloween Horror Nights. And the Halloween Horror Night beers sucked this year, so I had my fair share of Rebel IPAs. <laughs> um, I mentioned Hop Flake White IPA when you brought that up. And then behind that, in the same family, is their Whitewater IPA, but I have not had that in years. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking on on Untapped now at the ones I've had. Um, I'm trying to see if any that that have not been mentioned. Cherry wheat, cherry, it, cherry wheat used to be like right up there with me, but then we've had this discussion with the summer ales. Just one day, I couldn't like I just could not enjoy the wheat beers anymore, and I stopped drinking that. I used to love cherry wheat. And the first time I ever had cherry wheat was at the Food and Wine Festival at Epcot at Disney World. Sam Adams used to have a beer garden. They don't have it anymore. I wish they still did. That's the very first time I had it. I had it on tap cherry wheat, and I like fell in love with it instantly. But then one day, when I got older, my metabolism obviously changed. It just I couldn't 
take drinking wheats any more than one glass for like a year. Right. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, Belgian session, noble pills. Oh, I remember that. I'm looking through my thing now. I had this last Christmas. It was called Merry Maker Gingerbread Stout. Oh God, I haven't had that. It uh, it wasn't it wasn't bad. Like I I'm often a little wary of stuff like that. Uh, definitely definitely doable. Like if you had it, I think you did. White Lantern. Oh yeah, uh, I remember that one. Yeah, that was good. Downtime Pilsner. Let me see what else is on here. Uh, the one beer that I don't know if I enjoyed or not, but it was like like a once-in-a-lifetime drink that my father had got from. He used to work at the the Wick. Do you know where that is? Yes. He used to work there. He used to be a beer runner. He'd just okay. run up and down getting beers all the time. So every time something unique or new would come in, he'd grab me, grab me a bottle, and he'd bring it down when they come down every year. He actually got me a bottle of Millennium. Back in 2000. Oh, cool. And I, like I said, I don't know if I thought it was good or not, but it like it had to, I had to have liked it because it's like, I almost felt like I was obligated to like it. I think I did, but it was so weird because I never had that rare of a, even any, anything you would call, even consider it rare or unique beer. And I mean, th- this thing was numbered. Someone wrote on it by hand, the number on it. Right. <laughs> and so it's like, I was like, I've, I'm going to have to like this. So it kind of was like a little intimidating to drink. Right. Because the pressure was on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, I don't know what he paid for it. I've never seen it. It's hand numbered. It's in a wooden box. It probably wasn't cheap. So I'm going to drink it and I'm going to like it. I don't know if I, <laughs> if I actually will or not, but I know I'm going to by the time I'm done. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> Uh, Latitude 48 oh, IPA. Yeah, um, what else have I had here? Uh, I had this not too long ago. This, I'm a sucker for sours, too. And everybody's making a goose now. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that one has got to goose. Good, <laughs> good name. Oh, look, I had Sam Adams Light. <laughs> That's actually not bad for a light beer. It's not, no. Crystal Pale Ale, uh, Sparkling Ale. Uh, Crystal yeah. Pale Ale is pretty good, too. Tasman Red. Let me see what else. Heaven or Hellas. There's some. I mean, there's so many things on here. It's crazy. There's I, a double double Bach. They had a session ale. Everybody makes a session ale yeah. now. Did you try you know, the twenty pound pumpkin this year? No, because I don't drink pumpkin. Yeah, me neither. I, okay. I, saw, yeah. I saw it, and it was always there, and and I, it's so hard for me to not buy something that I haven't had right. when it's yeah. sitting there. But if it's pumpkin, I. I stay far, far away. Yeah, me too. Me too. All right. Well, I think we uh, talked the hell out of Sam Adams here. <laughs> I think so. They should send us some free stuff. They should. They should send us some experimental brews, and we'll let them know where it ranks in the top five. Seriously, I think I think it's only right. <laughs> yeah, makes sense so, to me. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're a fan of Sam Adams and uh, almost every beer person is, let us know yours on uh, Neo's as on our Facebook page. We're also on Instagram as well. Um, best of fives could be about anything, at any time, in any place, and apparently any beer. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so stay tuned for more beer shows. Maybe a Christmas beer show coming oh, up, right? Oh, Maybe think we have to do that now because there's a lot to choose from right 
So if you have any ideas for uh, Beerless, we're going to do state to state maybe. Um, I was looking up Oregon. There's some good stuff out there, man. I could just do a whole the shoots list myself just from Oregon. <laughs> so uh, I could do a yeah. whole. I was looking at what was I looking at Denver. I could do a Coronado Brewing Company list. There's so many states that are good beer states. Uh, eventually, we have to do Pennsylvania yeah. because uh, it's really one of the best. Um, and I'm just saying that because I live here. It, it really is. So if you're a beer geek and you like the idea, keep uh, keep tuning in. We'll have more or uh, send us a, a suggestion for a list you'd like to hear. Um, thanks for listening to the Best of Fives. Best of Fives.